Hello, this is Key Ideas, and I'm your host, Leela Viss. This podcast contemplates the rhythm of life as a piano teacher and music maker. Through illuminating interviews and transparent reflections, you'll feel validated, encouraged, and empowered. This is episode number 58, which is a solo spotlight that features Dorla Aparicio. In this episode, she shares her unique and tried and true approach to group teaching. I use the phrase tried and true because Dorla is a pioneer in the field of group teaching. She is always so generous with her expertise based on her past experiences. Her sage advice is ideal if you are considering group lessons or are already sold on them. Dorla even provides samples of the music she uses for her pyramid approach to teaching multi-levels in one group. And you won't want to miss her explanation of the group acronym she uses to help her formulate her philosophy and structure her lessons. Before we get started, here's more about Dorla. Dorla Aparicio is a piano teacher who supports teachers with organized and engaging resources to help them offer excellent group piano classes. She believes that teaching in a group setting is one of the best ways we will keep the world of piano teaching alive during this century. Over the past three years, Dorla has created a framework in which it's possible to teach students of different ages and skills, namely students between the ages of 8 to 14, who are beginners up to the early intermediate level. Dorla received her Master's of Music in Piano Pedagogy from Texas Christian University and has taught early childhood music, private and group piano, for more than 30 years. And until recently, was an adjunct professor of music at SWAU in Keene, Texas. Today, Dorla works independently in her boutique studio, where she teaches weekly group, private, and online piano lessons. Back in the 1980s, I started teaching group piano, and I loved it. I enjoyed teaching the Marin Cole method, which is for group piano. Also, Music Makers at the Keyboard by Music Garden. And even using popular supplementary books to keep my students engaged. But I also had quite a rocky beginning in group piano because I lost half of my students due to this change from private to group. I remember crying almost every day wondering how I was going to keep my studio going. Now, 30 plus years later, I am glad I didn't give up. I've learned a lot about who I want to teach and how I want to teach. And this brought me face to face with my group piano frustrations. Now, maybe about three or four years ago, while I was becoming increasingly frustrated with how group piano was going in my studio, I combined different ages and skills into one class. It was a great idea I had, and week after week, I would focus on each student's individual progress, making adjustments, and finding new music that would satisfy their individual needs or their likes. Now, you've heard the phrase, you cannot see the forest for the trees. That's what I was doing, working on each individual tree instead of wondering about the possibilities that I could do in this forest. I was teaching group, but not reaping 
the rich benefits of making music together. So for a moment, consider this acronym with the letters that spell the word group. G-R-O-U-P. G stands for good vibes with your peers. R stands for rhythm immersion. O stands for optimized note reading. U, utilize focusing skills. P, play, not practice. My group lessons were really good at the G in the word group. My students definitely had good vibes with their friends in class. However, I wanted our time together to be more than just a feel-good time with friends. And I was really tired of running around the room focusing on individual pieces and individual progress. All my attention was on the individual student. I tended to every tree in the forest until I took a step back and appreciated the group and the possibilities of learning and making music together. So allow me to share with you my ideas for G-R-O-U-P, group. G, good vibes with your peers do not come in only one size fits all. We have friends of different ages and personalities. Why not combine them for learning to play the piano? I combined students in the same class, ages 8 to 11 and 11 to 14. It was a terrific idea, and I will show you how it can be done. R, rhythm immersion. It is so important in learning music, yet not all students have the opportunity to develop their sense of rhythm at an early age. When they jump into piano lessons, it can be challenging to read notes, follow the music score, push the right key with the correct finger, and keep a steady beat. In a group piano class, everything has to be played with a steady beat. And the beginning stages of ensemble playing might be chaotic. But the opportunity to experience this immersion into rhythm and steady beat every week will make a difference down the road. Oh, optimize note reading. In our multi-level group piano, everyone reads notes at a different level. And because of this, students experience continuous review of notes on the staff, not just the ones that are earmarked for their level. From the first lesson, they fully experience music by listening, singing, and understanding the connection between symbols and sound. You using the ability to focus on a task while people around you are doing something different, yet working together towards a goal, this is so valuable. It is beneficial for working with a team or working independently to reach a goal. 
Focus is a skill that is developed weekly in group piano. P, play, not practice. My goal for the group of piano students in my studio is to play the piano without the stress of a teacher constantly reminding them and their parents about practicing daily for 30 minutes. I want them to go home and play the piano and love it. Of course, I give the parents guidelines on what needs to happen for their student pianist to make progress. But still, our ultimate goal is for them to play the piano and love it. I hope you are now wondering how I could have students of different ages and skills play together. I could hear the music in my mind, and the answer was simple. Create a piano pyramid. At the bottom of the pyramid would be um, the just the basics. And then we would build upon the knowledge learned at that bottom part of the pyramid until we would reach the top at the early intermediate level, which is when I would want students to move into private lessons. Is this making sense? Maybe we should listen to an example. Listen to what I call Pianist 4, which is the top of the pyramid. It's an early intermediate level by Cherney from Progressive Study Opus 139, number 11. Listen to Pianist 4. Four is an early intermediate level, has both hands playing in the treble clef, the right hand playing the melody. In contrast, the left hand accompanies with C, F, and G chords. This is the top tier of the pyramid. Let's move on to the bottom of the pyramid with the beginning pianist, which I call a prep pianist. Here students learn the basics and create the pyramid's foundation. Layer this with the early intermediate part you heard before. Here's Prep Pianist. Prep Pianist, the beginning level, plays the right hand only in the C major five-finger position, playing quarter and half notes. Students at this level are introduced to the staff keyboard geography, and other beginning concepts while mainly playing by rote. The ensemble part sounds nothing like Cherny composed, but a lot like any other beginning piano piece. The beginning pianist will play with a steady beat and follow the same harmonic structure as the pianist playing the original composition. Let's move up one step up the pyramid from the beginning level and listen to Pianist 1.
This ensemble part for Pianist One requires the student to play with alternating hands in the C major five finger position. This part is a step up the pyramid because students are reading the notes on the grand staff. Next, let's listen to Pianist Two. This pianist too plays eighth notes, hands together with the left hand accompanying the melody, and with whole notes on C and G in the left hand. Finally, one step above the pyramid is the late elementary level playing alternating uh, eighth note and quarter notes in a motif between both hands. This is what I call pianist three. And that is the complete pyramid, five different parts playing together. Each student learns skills and understanding. Each student is appropriately challenged. They have received pathways to success with varying steps of difficulty to reach the goal of learning to play a new piece of music together. If students want to advance to a higher level, or maybe they uh, need to go down a level for a certain piece. Um, this does not disrupt the class. You don't have to move to another class to play another level. You can have five different levels playing in one class. Now the teacher has uh, the tools to embrace each student's progress. So back to my little phrase about the trees and the forest. I'm doing both things now. My first goal is the group, making music together. But then I am also attending to each individual student and the progress that they need to make in order to get up to that early intermediate level, which is at the top of the pyramid. Before I say goodbye, I would like to just briefly mention the lesson plan and how I structure the 60 minutes. Um, I do not want to do many private lessons. I will be teaching everybody out loud at the same time. And there will be about 10 minutes during those 60 minutes where students can practice on their own with their headphones on. During a 60 minute class, the following is scheduled. Technique for 10 minutes, theory, five minutes, introduction of a new piece, 10 minutes, group instruction and individual practice, 10 minutes, ensemble practice, 10 minutes, game, 10 minutes. And during a 16 week term, students will learn six ensemble pieces and a minimum of four solo pieces even though that is not really the norm for every single student. They will also take three music theory tests and prepare for a recital. Offering multi-level group piano in the independent studio can provide a way to enroll more students, earn a higher income, 
and set boundaries to the times of day that you will be teaching. You are able to be more flexible with your schedule. So this music that I have just shared with you, there is a link uh, at the with the information about the podcast where you can download this music and all the five parts. And actually, I think we have six parts for it now. Since uh, the original early intermediate, it's pretty easy for the early intermediate students. So we've added uh, another part for students to be able to to play and be challenged. If you uh, want to know more about Piano Pyramid and multi-level group piano teaching, you can find me at Dorla at MissDorla.com. That's the email. And the website is MissDorla.com. M-I-S-S-D-O-R-L-A.com. Thank you. Thank you, Dorla, for clearly explaining the benefits of group lessons and how you teach them. We appreciate the sneak peek you gave us into your lesson planning, too. Look for all the links that Dorla mentions, including her piano pyramid repertoire, in the show notes. I'll end with a quote from Sir Ken Robinson. Most great learning happens in groups. Collaboration is the stuff of growth. I'm Leela Viss, and see you in the trenches teaching some group lessons. <laughs>